And um, Lauren, just um, knowing you like I do, like you didn't get too high after West Ham. I don't imagine you've got too low after Aston Villa last weekend. No, we're still very much, you know, focused on where we're at in the league, uh, where we're at in the start. It still feels very much the beginning. So, it, you know, you're right. We've said all along not to get too high and too low. We even said that when we were winning the championship last year. So, um, yeah, it feels very much uh, back to business this week. Um, obviously, a, a big game to look forward to against a team close to us. So, I think it's more of the excitement of that challenge rather than uh, rather than having to fix loads of things from last week. Yeah, what did you learn last week and what have you been working on this week? I think the biggest things we came out of it thinking that we we just didn't feel and look that fresh. Um that we that meant that how the game looked, we were we were pretty stuck in our own half and and passive. Um and I think overall players and staff were just frustrated that we just didn't create more chances for, for ourselves and, and really take uh, a grab of the game in that first half I think we could have we had a couple of decent opportunities um, so it was more of a, a learning curve like that if there are games that we go up for a little bit in terms of the momentum making sure that we recognise when we don't have the momentum like the second half really and, and how can we find a way through it You lost Kaylin to injury last weekend any news on it and, and how long she could be out for? Yeah, she um she has got a, a knee injury, so um she's not going to be able to play this weekend. So she's going to be be out. Unfortunately, she'll be she'll be certainly missed. So yeah, that's the case there. So opportunity knocks for Olivia, who who began the season thinking she would spend the season on loan at Watford, but now she's got a great opportunity to play for you in the WSL. Yeah, and you know she stepped in, you know, with Fran's injury, she stepped into the Conti Cup, into the Arsenal games. Um, and again, last week, she was ready off the bench. So, you know, fair play to her. Um, it's a great opportunity and um, and she's she's trained well and I'm looking forward to it for her. What do you expect from Everton? Their one win this season was the Merseyside derby. They're just a point above you in the league. What kind of challenge will they give you and the players on Sunday? They really like to build up with the ball. They like to have it. Um, I think that's going to that could go into our hands or or against us at times as long as we we make sure we stay with our strengths but um yeah they like to to build through the thirds um i think the couple of games that we've watched that they've played they've got really close to teams they've you know narrowed score lines so i think it's going to be it could be a very fair and and equal game and you'll take confidence from your last away game at west ham showing that you can score goals on the road yeah, and that's where you know we're hoping to have a bit of a an impact like that West Ham game. Um, sometimes coming out of a loss that can help as well because we need to put some things right. So the the players have looked great in training today, uh, really sharp, wanting to put things right. So you know I've got a a nice feeling that we'll have a bit more of a performance this weekend. Thank you, Lauren. Cheers. Who's next? Adam. Adam. Do you, do you want to uh, I'm just trying to get my sound working. So if you could circle back to me at the end, that'd be great. That's Sorry. Fine. I I can jump in then. Um, hi Lauren. Um, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about you were talk, touching there on Everton's threats. Um, they're the only team not to have scored, other than from open uh, from open play this season. I should say they've they've scored from set pieces. 
Um, but equally, you guys have conceded the most from set pieces this season. So is that an area that you've, you've been particularly working on this week? Um, it's something that we've been working on for a few weeks, actually. You know, we, we obviously had a, a couple of, of games where that really hurt us. But um, when we played West Ham, that was a, a huge focus, that particular game as well. And uh, we we proved a lot stronger when we'd focused on that. So I think since West Ham, we feel a lot more, um, a bit safer in terms of the defensive element of it. And then I think when you look at the other end, we 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 can be creative and we've got some great deliveries. Um, so yeah, it's certainly something that we've highlighted with the players. They know that that's where their goals have come from. So we need to be absolutely switched on for that. Um, and I just want to ask you a bit about Megan Connolly. I mean, um, I thought she's she's had a great season so far, and I wanted to ask how you feel she stepped up in that captaincy role, particularly. Meg's great. Um, it was quite um an easy decision to make at the start when she stepped into a brand new group as if she'd known everybody since day dot, you know, like she was, she was straight in um, with the whole team. She's got great kind of character camaraderie, winds people up, knows when to, to focus. And I think, you know, everybody really respects her. So, you know, she stepped into it really well and, and has held that, that role as a, as the captain very well in the bad times and the good ones. So yeah, I'm really enjoying working with her in that role. And you touched in our previous press conference about momentum and it's not always about wins, but about performances. Mm -hmm. Um, I know Everton are are close to you points wise, but what could a a win this weekend do for you guys this season? Yeah, every time we get a point, it's going to be a huge step towards the goal that we want. Um, So a win against somebody that's down the bottom, a bit like West Ham, is going to be key because it starts shifting people and and instead of being the chasers we're the ones being chased so you know all of those things really come out as a as a strength if it happens but ultimately if it doesn't go that way um we need to make sure that we're pushing um to make sure the next time it does that it doesn't get run away with so ultimately yes it's a big game but it's not going to be the last of those big games for us right well best of luck thank you thank you I'm ready to jump in. Um, hi, Lauren. Hope you're well. Um, just want to ask. Obviously, you're bottom of the table, but are you kind of where you might have expected to be? You know, six games in, obviously adapting to the league, and you know, I suppose one positive is is that you're really, really close to other teams around you. Expected to be. No one's gonna. I'm not gonna go against that. You know, we definitely knew we were gonna be the bottom half of the table. What that looked like. I think you can see every year that there's differences. Um, but six game, you know, four games in without any. I think we we were probably learning a lot every single week. Now we have to find a bit of uh, stability and make sure our performance um, starts looking the same. Obviously, in a strong way, um, and and keep building on that. You know, I, I'm, where we are in the league right now doesn't matter to me because there's a long way to go, and you can see how th- quick things change. So it's more about making sure that we get some stability now when we start putting that performance and eventually I absolutely believe that our performance will turn into points when that happens. I know you were a coach that kind of looked at the start of the season and kind of earmarked games that you thought you might have got points from and, you know, the more difficult ones or are you somebody who just focuses, you know, head down performance and, you know, if you get that right, then the points will follow. It Performance, I think... Yes, you can look at the teams around you, but you probably wouldn't have suggested then that Villa were a huge opportunity. Um, you'd have probably worried a bit more about Everton 
than actually now. So it wasn't a thing for us really to focus on the individual teams because, you know, you can have really good spells, you can have injuries, you anything can really change. So yes, it was performance. Um, and, you know, we go into every game thinking that we can get something out of it. So that's never going to change regardless of league position. You know, we're going to want to play this week to win. We're going to want to play next week to win. Brilliant. Thanks, Lauren. Best of luck for the weekend. Cheers. Thank you. Um, I think I've I've got it working now and most bases have probably been covered. So I'll just go to a wider one that I'd like to ask. I don't know if you've seen the work that Burnley's men's team have done around promoting conversations about mental health. Uh, you're managing the championship for quite a year, a few years where players don't have PFA representation. And I was wondering... Do you think it's a bit of an issue with, you know, support for players and, and that sort of thing in the championship? And have you noticed the difference in overall support available to players since you've moved up into the WSL and, and how things have improved in, in that sense? Um, I can only speak from a, from a Bristol City point of view rather than a wider championship one. I know that regardless of what league we were in, we were supporting the players around uh, mental health. So even though they didn't have PFA status, the PFA do help and Sporting Chance have helped in the past and we've got um, links with them and, and we've had them support us. You know, there was a few instances in the last few years where we've, we've leaned on them and they've stepped up. So I think what teams need to know is there is support available regardless of the league um, and the more people that we can help um, if they want to find out how we did that, that's fine. But yes, PFA is excellent and I'm so glad that the players have got it. Um, but as a club, we... We ensure that we're we're very much tuned in and we can help, whether that's from our point of view, our player care point of view, and, and people we've got in and around the, the building and the squad. Um, we find an avenue that that the player needs. So um yeah, it's absolutely at the at the forefront of what we've been doing for, for years and, and still will be. It's very important. And I was just wondering, because you've had some international experience as well, is that one of those things where it becomes like wraparound between the clubs and the international teams working together to to ensure that happens. In terms of mental health? Uh, yeah, like communicating with each other. And what's the level of support? Like, you know, at, when you've had international level and you maybe don't see the players as often, that sort of thing, but you've still got, you know, to look after your, your squad. Yeah, I think, you know, from, from, and again, this is going to be a personal perspective, uh, the person and the human comes first, not the footballer. So if, I need to share something that I know that can help with an international team that the player allows me to, then we will. And I think that I've got very good relationships with the international coaches that it would come back, um, whether it's between me as a coach or it would be our medics. There's a lot, there's a handover every time they go to camp or return from camp. Um, but then the other part is some, some elements are confidential. So let's work towards making sure that we look after the person uh, regardless of, of where you are. And that's, that's just how I'd see it and how our staff would see it as well.